What's up, what's up? Welcome to the Say Word Podcast, brought to you by those content factory geniuses at Studio 17 TV. I'm your host, Dawson, right here with my homie. What's up, bro? Yo, what's going on, bro? Skateboard doing, P. Pascal. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? Chilling, chilling. How you been? I've been great. I've yeah. been pretty good. I can't complain. Work. Happy to be here once again. Yeah, man. Last episode was nice, man. Yeah. We didn't even get to finish, bro. We didn't. <laughs> I like just sitting here, bro, just having a conversation, sipping on a little bit of juice on yeah, this well, beautiful well, Friday what evening. What we got tonight on Fridays, bro? What we got tonight? Uh, What kind of topics? No, what kind of liquor are we drinking? Oh, I see. I got y'all got the the Sailor Jerry. Oh, you got some spice rum. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's y'all enjoy. It. Let's, let's, let's have a good time. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Studio 17, how you guys doing? Appreciate Say word, guys, studio. Man. Word. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, you want to tackle some sports first? Might as well. Might let's as get well. into some sports, man. You see, Isaiah Thomas is back. Isaiah Thomas is back. He's not doing much right now, but he's back. As I kind of expect. I didn't expect Sparks to fly off jump. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gelling yet. Not yet. You just got to see what is gonna happen. Yeah. And I believe that it will gel because LeBron is going to. He's going to master it and make sure Isaiah Thomas fits into the lineup the right way. Right. Over time. Right. Even though Isaiah's been a little funky and weird and getting ejected over dumb stuff like clothesline and that man saying he was going going for the ball. I was like, you were not going for the ball, but I don't think he was, I don't think it was personal. I feel like I've seen that move in Street Fighter. (laughs) I think so, bro. I'm telling you, I feel like I've done that move, bro. Is that Ayugit? Close. It may be an E-Honda, bro. I feel like E-Honda used to do that. I don't know, bro. That, but he definitely should have got ejected for that because it's like, yeah, that was, that you're doing too much. To that Andrew wasn't Wiggins. necessary yeah. at all. Definitely not necessary, bro. Mm-hmm. But so, I will say, like, I feel like the good thing that they did was that they traded more for defense. I like them more now that they have better defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I think was better that they did with the Kyrie trade because – Isaiah Thomas is realistically, uh, if Kyrie is a nine, Isaiah is maybe like a seven and a half, eight. Not too far behind? Yeah, so he's like a lesser Kyrie is what they really got with Isaiah Thomas. A little less. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like. Just based off, well, just based off that year he had before he got injured. Right. A little, a little less right. than Kyrie. Not, not much less, but definitely yeah. less. Yeah, based off that year. Right. Based off that one year. Kyrie right. has way more moves. Way more consistency than Isaiah exactly. Thomas does at this Bare point. Bare injury. Right. Um, so what does the return of Isaiah Thomas or IT mean for Cleveland right now to you? To be honest, bro, like, for me, I have to just, like, I was talking to one of my homies about it. <clears throat> he always hits me. Anytime that Cleveland is not doing well, he always has to hit me, bro. Because uh-huh. he's not a LeBron fan. Uh-huh. He's one of them niggas. Uh-huh. So I got to deal with them all the time. Would you call them on the last show? Well, you're calling Kobe fans, yeah. not people who are just anti-LeBron right. for no reason. Is he a Kobe fan? No, I think he's he's a Jordan fan. Oh, he's just anti-LeBron. Yeah, he's just anti-LeBron. Okay, I, have, okay I don't know how to explain those kind of guys. Man. I just, me neither. Yeah. But... I will say this, though. He's an anti-LeBron fan, and he doesn't buy LeBron sneakers. There's kind of niggas like that. We'll talk about that later in the show. <laughs> what bro. do you call those? Those are bitch-ass <laughs> niggas. For real, for real. My bad, Studio 17, but for real, those are bitch-ass niggas. So why does he not like LeBron? Is, he, is there a reason? See, I've noticed that there's, there's LeBron, fa- LeBron haters that didn't like that 
he got rookie of the year over Carmelo, bro. So that <laughs> shit is that's fourteen. Like, has he not proved years. himself to the point that he is to them, bro? Way that, beyond Carmelo Anthony. To some niggas, bro. Ever since that one year, that's that's been it. Nah. So I can respect it because it's like that's dumb. You, but he, oh no, he, his man is mellow. Yo, shout out to my man Randy for that, bro. Oh, He's Randy. a mellow fan, so I gotta get. But poor mellow. But he fans. also doesn't buy his kicks, so I give him peace for that. Does he buy Mellow's kicks? No, oh, he buys Jordan kicks. Right. He ain't gonna buy no mellow kicks. <laughs> he's not, he ain't no. buying mellow's kicks, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's buying mellow's kicks. But my bad. We're going back to Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. So I'd say, like, defensively, I mean, at the end of the day, he's still 5'9. So it's not much he can really do mm-hmm. against point guards. He can't. Unless you know he's I mean? hitting him in the face. Right. <laughs> right. That's all he can do. I mean, you got to do what you can, right? At that point, word. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. The man's got heart. He does right. have heart. And I think, you know, Cleveland could use a little bit of extra heart to kind of get him over the bump, over Definitely. the edge. I think Isaiah returning, I think it's too early to tell mm-hmm. what him coming back to Cleveland or him coming back from injury means for the team. Mm-hmm. I think we have to wait a little bit because yeah. this is only what are we four games in since he's been back? Yeah, I think so. I think he just started like a couple games in, right? Yeah, so it's it's too early to tell, but I got a good vibe. I think it's gonna go to a pretty good place. I At think the it's end gonna of the day, like it's still LeBron James that's playing on the team. He's still the best player in the world right now. So once comes playoffs, I feel like. He's gonna show up. He all, but now, I mean, he he wants that max contract, which he ain't gonna get that. Um. I don't care what he does this year. I don't think he's going to get max. I don't think he's actually max I, anymore. I can guarantee he he's not getting max. I don't think there's going to be max. Not for five nine. Anymore. No, a five nine point and guard with injured, a lot of heart, injury prone. The hips. You, know I mean? you don't know what's going to go on with your hip. You're not. You got to just take what you can get. His best bet was last year with the Celtics. Once they traded him, that's that means like his that ship sailed. Went down. It sailed. So just. Play it for what it is at this point, it. Yeah. But hey, I, that's your dream. Go for it. But you know. I don't think he's going to get max contract. Um, so what do you think IT returning means for Cleveland with the possibility of going against Golden State again in the finals? Being that they may get past Boston, which I just don't – I don't write that off. Um, people Boston are, people, people are already throwing Cleveland in the finals, and I'm like, well, let's, you know, let's, let's slow up. I mean, I kind of think they may be there, but Boston is not a pushover. Okay, By any so, means. Okay, so given that Boston gets past what Toronto, maybe Toronto or Toronto or well, Washington or Milwaukee or Milwaukee. Milwaukee's got to stick too. So. What I'm saying is, even getting past them, but like you still get those dings from the playoffs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cleveland usually sweeps through playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to do that this year yeah, because don't we don't know that. Year. We don't. But we're basing it based on history, and that's kind of our only argument. Right. So I feel like they'll get to the finals because I don't really see how they can't. I feel like it may be more difficult this year. So if if Boston gets past these teams and they get dinged up a little bit, I still take Cleveland in seven games. Well, a ding up on Boston – wouldn't affect Boston as much as being dinged up on Cleveland. 100%. Because they have a it's lot older of people team. on their team. It's an older team, too. Right. 
those young boys can handle a lot more dings than uh, an aging Cleveland team or even an aging LeBron at this point. Yeah, he, he's been to the finals yeah, how many times if, straight. Right, a ding is still Your body something. can only take so much. Word. As superhuman as he is, Word. he's true. still human. So you think, so out of seven games, you think Cleveland in seven um, over Boston or you're taking Boston over Cleveland? Seven I think, you think Cleveland be- can pull out. If it were seven games, I, I I'd give the edge to Cleveland. So you think they'd beat them? It would take them seven games to beat them, though. I could see it. Okay. Especially the way rookies like Jason Tatum is performing. I love Jason Tatum, bro. His so game you, is you, smooth. So you think? But we're basing season, and we're talking about playoffs. We're talking about playoffs, which is a totally different thing than the season. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't this isn't practice no more, bro. Like, this isn't practice no more. Right. We know LeBron turns up. No, no, no. I mean, I we mean, know Isaiah's going to turn up. We know Kyrie's going to turn up. Oh, well, yeah. Jason cool. Tatum's going to get a, his first-hand lesson in the playoffs, so I don't expect him to be spectacular. But I tomorrow. trust Jason Tatum more than I trust Marcus Smart in the playoffs. Mm. Jason Tatum, like, you can, you know what I mean? Mm. There's something you can look in, like... You can look in niggas' eyes sometimes, bro. These basketball. So what players. are you saying? You think that Marcus Smart, he's shaky, bro. You can see it. And he's a little scared, it. a little nervous. I think he gets nervous. Because Jason okay. I think he gets more nervous than Jason Tatum. Oh, Jason Tatum don't get nervous. He's ready to see go. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's still the playoffs. So I have to see it yeah. with Jason Tatum. Yeah, I feel as like a rookie, Marcus you Smart. See it. Marcus Smart gets lucky, but I don't I don't trust Marcus Smart. I wouldn't trust Marcus Smart in the playoffs. I would choose Jason Tatum over Marcus Smart at this point, yeah. So I would agree with you on that. But I had to think about it. I mm, I still think I, yeah, Cleveland. I think I, I think I agree with you on that. I think come playoffs. I mean, if we'll say if Cleveland gets it right, if Cleveland if Cleveland can figure out figure out what they're doing, which they will. I still think Cleveland will get them in like five. Because so, right now they're not they don't they don't know what they're doing and they're third in the East. So if Cleveland gets to the finals, how do you think they stack up Ooh, against the Warriors? That's the main question, right? Yeah, that's what it's and all the about. The main problem is still Sean Livingston, bro. He's been the problem for the Sean last Livingston three years. Sean Livingston is not the main problem, Pascal. Sean Livingston is the main problem. The main problem. He's the only person that they cannot guard at all, at all, bro. But is he the main problem? This is what I'm saying. Kevin Durant is going to give you what Kevin Durant gives you, right? Uh-huh. Whether you guard him or you don't guard him. Okay, you're saying Sean, Sean Livingston is the X factor. So that is what the finals everybody is. Everybody cancels each other out. So do they have someone that— Whether Kevin Durant is playing good D or not good D, LeBron is still going to get a triple-double. Okay. Whether you guard Steph or you don't guard Steph, he's still going to— It doesn't matter who he's who's guarding him. Because yeah. remember a couple years ago, we thought— that Matthew Dellavedova was playing good D on him, and Steph was just playing that bad, because a couple games later he got like thirty-five mm-hmm. on that same Matthew Dellavedova. Right. So he just he almost cancels himself out. It doesn't even matter who's guarding him now. Jr. does whatever the fuck Jr. is doing. Clay, <laughs> Clay's gonna do whatever he does, whether you're guarding him or not. I'm telling you, bro, it's Sean Livingston. Sean like, niggas are not understanding, I don't bro. understand that. I don't understand okay, how Sean Livingston because this is, what is I'm the, saying. the main factor in this. Right. This, okay, fine. Because this is what I'm saying now. Let's say, let's put the scenario together, five on five finals now, right? Right. Now, maybe, you know, they usually do first, 
first um sub seven eight minutes in first quarter they usually sub point guard mm-hmm. if Steph get maybe a foul trouble that's the worst thing that if can happen is if Steph gets in foul trouble okay because now Steph don't even have like that's the thing with the Warriors none of them really have to play because the other nigga will just play. Or the other nigga will just play. I think people are false in that mentality of thinking that way. It wasn't like that when they won the finals last year. Who was it last year? It was KD. He was the main guy, right. He was kind of the closer, but they all played pretty well. Even Steph for once, who doesn't usually play well in the finals. In the finals, but now he's... That's the... Okay, bro. Now, KD saved stuff because I... Go ahead, say it. Just say it. I don't want to go off tangent again, bro. That's fine. Let's talk about it. This is... Okay, last year, bro, was the first time... Because you said it. That was the first time Steph did well in the finals. And that's like decent well. But now he had Kevin Durant on his team. So we so almost had your confidence is high. You can no, always talk that good trash. No, it's, I'm not even saying that. No, you're not listening. What I'm saying is now he's got somebody else to feed off of. So he almost doesn't have to do that. That's as what much. I just said. He know he has KD on his team so he can be like that. You weren't doing that when KD wasn't on your team. You were shy, crawling in a shell, nowhere to be found, looking all sad in the finals. Now KD's here to save the day, and now you, oh, now your chest Warriors poked out. So, bro. Now your chest is all poked out. Now you're a big bad boy. When, where were you at when KD went there? I can't talk about the Warriors because it just sounds like hate, bro. Why so you hate the Warriors? Rap. I don't hate the Warriors, oh, bro. Okay. But there's like an order of how shit went that just... I'll say this. They're the luckiest motherfucking team in NBA history, bro. History, bro. Lucky in what way? In the history of the league, I've never seen chips fall like these niggas in my life, bro. My life, bro. I guess it's technically all luck then, right? No, bro. Like, Mike, shit, I'll go back. Kareem. Magic, that was Doctor J, Oscar Robinson, Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. None of these niggas have had chips fall the way chips have fallen for Steph Curry, bro. I've never seen it in my life, bro. Like I'm telling you, there is something going on, bro. <laughs> this random question: How many you think? How many rings you think Steph Curry retires with? If this shit keeps happening, bro, for him, how many of you guys now? Two? Two. Two. Okay, are we saying our team, are they staying the same way? Yeah, same team. Same. Oh, no. If they're staying same team, people are going to have to just try to keep figuring it out. Yeah. I can say five to seven, bro. Seven? <laughs> seven? How old is uh, Steph Curry? 29? Like 20, no. 28? Let me see. Because this is what I'm saying, bro. I got you. A couple years ago, this is the order of how these niggas got finals, bro. I'm going to sound like a hater. Steph Curry's 29. 29. Mm-hmm. Born in 1988. So if he plays until he's 38, nine more seasons, yeah. I can see him getting five out of nine. With he the way his game season. is set up, he can he can play a little longer. Because he can... He's not very thing. physical. Like, if he gets hurt, he can still put he up. Still threes. has hands. He still has his arms. The only thing that could mess him up is if he messes up like his shoulders. Right. Shoulders, and he, he's wrist, not an elevator, elbow. so he doesn't worry about elevation yeah, he or anything. Just hit him. He can still hit the threes he just over hit people. Gosh. 
So I think his game will last a long time. Only person game I would be worried about is someone like a Westbrook. I gotta finish this. I gotta finish this, bro. Okay. Oh, you paused it? No, no. Oh, are you just taking that part out? Okay. So what I'm saying is like I gotta get this out because like otherwise I'm gonna sound like a hater. I'm just gonna do it real quick, bro. When the Warriors beat the Cavs the first time, bro. Right. They didn't have Kevin Love nor Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie played game one and that was it. They beat him in six. Yeah. LeBron beat him. They beat LeBron in six with no Kyrie, no Kevin Love. Mm. One. The second year, that's when they lost. Right. The third year, they got motherfucking Kevin Durant, bro. If that's not luck, bro, I don't know what the hell you would call that, bro. Because think about it this way. Kevin Durant's not going nowhere. Steph's not going nowhere. Mm-mm. Draymond's not going nowhere. Mm-mm. The only person that may leave is Clay. Clay. Right. And if Clay leaves. And it's still going to be a problem without Clay. It may not be that bad of a problem because then now they got sweat. This, oh, no. Nah, but this, it's still no, a problem. No, no, no. Wait, my bad. Let me go back because these niggas shouldn't have even gone to the finals the year that they um beat. The year that they lost to the Cavs, them niggas shouldn't have even gone to the finals because they were down 3-1 against the... OKC. OKC. Yeah. So that further lets me think, right? I'm going I'm to tell you a hot take, bro. I think Kevin Durant threw those games. Because if you Ex- think about it, this. he's the reason why they lost the final. He He's the main reason why they lost to the Warriors, bro. Game wow, six. Explain some more. Explain some more. Game six... OKC versus the Warriors, bro. Right. He played like trash. He did. Trash. But that's the whole reason why they lost the whole entire series. Who was the man on the team, Russ or, or KD? Oh, come on. You don't answer that question. I'm asking you. Who was the oh, man? Oh, I think it was Russ. But everybody thought it was KD. They thought. But if you were looking at it the right way, you you saw who was. It was definitely Russ's team because Russ did more than KD did. Right. But that was because Russ did. I mean, KD didn't have the vocal thing. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like, it's just very interesting that you lose. The finals is in June, right? Mm-hmm. So which means Western Conference, Eastern Conference. I saw the first game in Vegas, bro. I remember game one, um, Thunder versus the Warriors. The Thunder won game one. It shocked the hell out of me because I was thinking about it the whole way on the plane. Like, I can't believe these niggas beat the Warriors, bro. And the way they beat them, it was like, oh, these niggas may beat them, bro. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny in one month, bro. One month. That's 30 days. You go from being the reason why, maybe not the reason, but a definitely big reason why you lose the Western Conference to Draymond Green calling you in the parking lot game seven to come join my fucking team, bro. And then you joined that team. I thought Steph Curry reached out to No, nah, it, it was Draymond, Draymond Green in the parking lot after they lost game seven to the fucking GOAT. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm not doing this tangent shit. My bad, my bad. Let's 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 keep uh let's keep it moving then. All right. You got anything else you want to say about that? About the Cavs, about Golden State and the Cavs, IT, KD. Jose Calderon is the backup point guard for the Cavs. What are you saying? Derrick Rose is the potential backup point guard for the Cavs. So what are you saying? Sean Livingston is still the backup point guard for the Warriors, bro. I see what you're saying. And he's still going to come up off the three-point line. 
He's still going to hit you with a right to left or a left to right. And let's keep it real. IT is not guarding no Sean Livingston. Bro, there isn't a point. There isn't even. Look, bro, sh- is there a is there a starting point guard in the league that that's can guard six, seven? No, no. Not even for no, what he listen, does, but bro, in the sense Sean of guarding Sean Livingston him. can shoot over IT without even jumping from a three-point line. He can just shoot free throws and not even have to worry about being challenged. So that's what I'm saying. He doesn't shoot threes. Right. But he'll give you 12 points a game doing the same move every game. He could post And up. it's consistent. And he can post. Because all he needs to do is just shoot over you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Reminds me of Penny Hardaway a little bit. Because every game in the finals is usually pretty close. Yeah. There's never really blowouts because everybody is supposed to kind of be there. Mm-hmm. So everybody, every game is a, you know, it's within maybe six to eight points. Yeah. Maybe six to ten points. The victor usually gets, you know, is up maybe by six, ten by max. Charles Livingston scores like 14 points every finals. Every game. And, he's, and nobody guards him. I'm not saying he's the best player on the team. But well, nobody can. Again, he's the only person that he nope. is. He is the X factor. Everybody else kind of cancels out each other. He's the Except one. Him. He's the lone wolf. He's the only person that nobody can guard. It don't matter who you put on him. Dwayne Wade don't matter. They would have to put Jeff Green on him, which means nobody's guarding Iguodala. But you can say the same thing about LeBron too. No one's gonna be guarding that. No, but we've seen it. LeBron averaged a. F- LeBron averaged a triple double last finals. They lost in five. Well, yeah, he's gonna get his. He averaged a triple double so when they won. LeBron's is gonna be canceled out because he's automatically gonna get his. He get he's. I mean, we've seen it now. Sean Livingston is not guaranteed to get his though. He's guaranteed eight to. Tw- he's guaranteed eight against Again. Cleveland. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say especially I, if it is starting as the point guard. That's that's what I'm saying. If it starting at point, it wait. Who's their backup point guard for Cleveland again? Jose Calderon or Derrick Rose. Okay, yeah, he's messing all over that. See what I'm saying? So it's like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, and Derrick Rose, I don't know. Yeah, and we don't even know what Derrick Rose is doing. Yeah. I saw him with ripped jeans in the, what's it called? What? On the sidelines, sitting on the, what's it called? He's not even game? in a suit. Yeah. He's not even in a suit no more because he's like, eh, I may play today. I may not. I'm just out here. I feel so sorry for him. That shit is sad, I feel bro. so sorry for him, bro. He was on he, top he wants of the to world. Pro- he was on top of the world. Niggas Dope really, shoe deal, MVP. Niggas really thought they were about to beat Cleveland. And then LeBron sent that in the playoffs in game six. I remember that like it was yesterday. What year was that for Derrick Rose? That his second year? No, that was his MVP year. The year third he won year. MVP. That was the third year, I think. The year he won MVP. Because that was when I realized, like, okay, they're just going to give whoever's in first place, whoever has the best record, and is in first place, that's who they're giving MVP. He deserved MVP that year. Not over LeBron, no. I thought he did. The only reason was because they were in first place. You think so? Yeah, because number wise, bro. Le- I just okay, but number bro. number wise, it wasn't a Le- it wasn't an improvement for LeBron. It, but LeBron, he was in competition against himself, and I think his but he, his numbers are still better than everybody. Better, though. but Derrick Rose had a better year in comparison to Derrick Rose's self, and LeBron was on par with being LeBron. You know how that rating you can you can be so good to the point it kind of hurts you sometimes. So you're being so good that you're not as good as your better Previous good, year. but you're better than everybody That's else. That's how they be ranking those MVP things sometimes. So LeBron's been because consistently, to me, then LeBron's been MVP since his first MVP. Number wise, nobody's competed with him since his first one. If you look at the numbers, right? But if you look at the votes, what's hurting him is him being in competition against himself. That's why he's not winning so many MVPs because. 
Hove had a line for that. Got me fighting ghosts or something like that? You talking about that line? Mm-mm. How I'm supposed to be the uh, goat when you got me fighting ghosts? Hove been fighting mad ghosts because niggas still won't <laughs> let him live over Biggie, bro. Nah. They cool. won't. We're going to talk about something. That's cool, man. Let's, let's talk about these thunder, man. Bro. The thunder. What's going on with the thunder? I really thought in the beginning of this season, I looked, I remember when, when I found out that Melo went to the thunder. I still think Melo should have went to the Rockets, but. That's another story for another day. Hmm. But I thought they were going to do much better than, than what they're doing, bro. Because I felt like Westbrook was wilding with nobody on his team. Like, he was wilding with, like, Horace Grant's nephew. Like, I think there's a Sabonis on the team. So he's he's a relative. Sabonis. Like, it's almost like he's playing with, like. Like Cedric Sabonis. What do they, what do they call that in, like, sororities and fraternities? When it's like you don't even go through the same shit as the other ones. You talking about pledging? You talking about um, um, hazing? Or there's a name for the ones. Pro fights. We went. We went left. There's a name for the ones that don't go through the process because. Oh, it's much uh, legacy. Easier. It's almost like he's playing with legacy players. Like yeah. these niggas don't even know what they really do, and they, you know, what I mean, spoon fed. They had mm. the Russell Westbrook. You can tell, like, bro. He's not that. He's not that. Like he wants I came from this. I can do this. Yeah. Like you guys, it's almost like he's playing with a. He was playing with a bunch of spoon-fed people. So when I saw that he was about to get Paul George and Melo, I don't know how we went all the way to fraternity sorority. And I know these niggas. Like I hope they're not mad at me for that. Good. But what's it called? Like, so when he got Melo and Paul George, <laughs> I thought that was it for him. Like I was like, that's all he really needs. You but were on a different you were on a different train than I was. When he first got Melo and Paul George, mm-hmm. I was like, man, that doesn't look as good on paper as I thought it would. Even when they first got traded over to OKC, I was like, man, I don't know. Like what I've seen from Melo hasn't been ever impressive to me. Um, Paul George has been kind of off and on. He had a couple of good years. But overall, I was like, I don't like how that looks on paper at all. And then Neither one of them are willing to take a back seat. For instance, when LeBron went to Miami, mm. D-Wade was like, you know what? You are the man on this team. Let me step back and follow your lead. There's a story I don't that. see that going on anywhere in OKC. Carmelo's not being humble. Paul George, I don't know if he wants to be there or if he doesn't. Does he want to be in L.A.? Does he want to be in OKC? Like, are you just kind of just playing to be playing? Do you really, what do you want to do? The only one to me who is still giving it their all is still Westbrook. Like we always do, he would. Yeah. Everybody else just seems like they're just, I don't know what they're trying to do. I wish, I almost wish Westbrook wasn't so loyal. Because this is the thing, like, Westbrook has that, he has that I just want to play basketball, right, Mm -hmm. mentality. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, his fashion is more like, but he's not trying to get endorsements from that. He just, I just like to get fly, and I like to get jiggy before I play. That's just how I play. People aren't going to go to OKC. This isn't Chicago. This isn't LA. That's why LeBron had to go to, had to leave Cleveland. Because he knew people aren't going to come to Cleveland. People may come to play with me. But at the end of the day, like, that's not what all basketball is about. Chicago, L.A., these are big cities. That's why Jordan could get people. That's why Kobe could get people. That's why, what's his name? 
That's why Westbrook is getting Paul George off a trade for one year and he may leave. That's why Melo's going there towards the end of his contract. I mean, towards the end of his career. Why, you think he may retire there? No, what I'm saying is like, Melo didn't go there because he likes the lifestyle of OKC. Of course not. Definitely not in comparison to New York. But he's in his 15th year. So that's why mentality-wise, if he had thought about it, he should have went to the Rockets. Because he could have retired at in Houston. You can't retire in OKC because there's nothing really to do there with the mindset that Melo has. So what I'm saying is, like, if Westbrook had thought in a in a bigger sense, like, nobody's going to come to OKC. So he should have left. Because he's only going to get players how LeBron got players towards the end that just want to play with someone that they know, like, I have the best chance. He's not going to get prime people. You see what I'm saying? He's but, not going to get like uh, someone in his third, fourth year. I, had, I don't think LeBron ever got prime people when he switched over either. Because Wade wasn't in his prime when LeBron switched over. Wade, he thought he was, it, but so he got weird. hurt. Like, Wade just magically declined as soon as LeBron got there for some odd reason. He got hurt, though. That's right. when he started getting Chris hurt. Bosch, Chris Bosh was the only prime player that LeBron's ever played with is Kyrie. But what did LeBron have to do to get Kyrie? Well, he had to come back. And he Kyrie was already there in place. But do you think... I'll say this. I think LeBron left Cleveland knowing they would be so bad, but in the back of his mind knowing get he would first come First round back. picks and stuff like that. Yeah, I think he knew that. I think this was all part of the plan. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. He's doing like a beautiful mind with niggas in basketball, bro. Which is why I don't think he should leave again. Unless he's got some another grandmaster plan. He should just stick His around. His next grandmaster plan is rings. He didn't know that KD was going to the Warriors. He would have been like, bro, if KD didn't go to the Warriors, bro, he was washing the Warriors for yeah. them, bro. He because, had, like, he could have got maybe five, maybe six, maybe six, maybe. Bro, he went six without, he went six without Kevin How many Kevin finals Love at this point? Eight? In a row? Yeah, how many times total? has he been all Three together? Three and five, so he's, yeah, eight. Eight, okay. He went six without Kevin Love and Kyrie. He went... He came back from a three and one with them. He wasn't losing to them no more. He had their card. Yeah, he pulled that card hard. So, but nobody knew that KD was going over there. Hell, I didn't know that until like a couple of days before when it was like, yo, this bitch ass nigga may actually go to the Warriors, bro. He stole that shine straight from LeBron in Cleveland's championship after he announced that. To me, I don't hate that he went there. I just don't like that he went there after they beat you like three weeks ago. That's the problem everybody has with him. I won't buy his shoes no more, bro. Period. You know what? That's Because so to me, that's, that's a bitch ass nigga. That's funny you say that because as much as I like his most recent shoe, I really love that shoe. I think it's a very hot shoe. But I do look at it and I think about KD and I'm like, man, do I want to represent you? Because I, in my mind, if a team beat me, there's no way... I would join that team. You get it, bro. Like, there's no way, and I don't want to represent that type of mentality. That's I don't like that. It's, if that's what he wants to do, that's cool. But he has to be willing to take the backlash that comes from it, and that's the backlash that comes from that's it. That's gotta be. I why can't think we of anyone who actually thinks if I can't beat him, join him. That that's good for some things when it comes to business, and we can all make yeah. money together. Basketball but when it comes is to competition. Shit. Word. Nah, bro. You wouldn't even do that shit in pickup. Not on the playground at all. 
Let's play again. Like beat we running five. Play again. Where we running five? It's like, oh, where do you keep beating me? I'm just gonna play with y'all. So oh, I'm gonna go recruit people, else. but I'm not gonna come and join you. Yeah, I, bro. He could have gone to San Antonio. He would have wild on the Warriors mm-hmm. because a couple weeks ago he was like, Steph Curry's not even a good point guard. I remember him saying that in the post game. He said that verbatim. He was like, Steph Curry don't even guard the best player on the other team. Bro, let's let's paint a picture for the people real quick. Imagine since Jordan has such a hard time getting past the Pistons. Imagine if Jordan was like, you know what? I'm just going to join these guys. I'll even go more recent, bro. Go for it. Remember when LeBron had a hard time with the big three in Celtics? Imagine if he joined them. Because didn't the Warriors have a big three? What do you call those kind of people, Pascal? Bitch-ass niggas, bro. <laughs> bro, like, think about it. <laughs> The, didn't didn't the Warriors have a big three? They had Steph, they had Clay, Clay and, and they had Draymond. Yep. I mean, that's not a big three in the sense of, but they had their big three. Right. KD couldn't get past them. He almost got past them the year before. So he was like, uh, eh, I'm just gonna join them. That's literally like you said, that's like Jordan joining the big uh big boy pistons. Bad boy pistons. Bad boy pistons, yep. my bad. I'm wildin'. You good? That's like LeBron joining the Celtics, bro. Yeah. I'm a LeBron fan, bro. That's like Kobe joining the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Kobe didn't have that many. It's like Kobe joining the Spurs. That's he what was hoping the Spurs, though. But they also had they also had rings with yeah, him. Yeah. What I'm saying is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get what you mean. Kobe was getting rings. The Spurs were getting rings. Right. The Heat weren't that good when LeBron joined them. They won a ring four years ago. Mm-hmm. They weren't that good. Is that Wade's second year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They weren't they weren't ahead of the they weren't ahead of Cleveland. Not in any way. The Warriors were ahead of Thunder and Thunder almost beat them in the playoffs and then KD went and joined them, bro. Like you remember the Galaxy KDs? Mm-mm. When you don't remember the Galaxy I remember KD, the Galaxy the KD phones, 4s, but it was the same year. It was the, the same year. The strap? The one, yeah. You got the Those are the best KDs of all time, bro. Don't I you have, have those? Yeah, you have those. I, I have two of them. Okay. I just look at them and I'm just like, you don't even want to wear them no more. Cause when they see that shoe, they're thinking, "So what kind of what kind of do to you?" I haven't worn them since he joined the Warriors, bro. Really? Because to me, like, I can't wear somebody's shoe if I don't like if I genuinely don't like the player. Like, to me, that's a bitch ass nigga, bro. Like, did you sell them? I can't sell them because somebody was like, "Yo, what if they sell for mad bread?" Because he may get mad rings. I'll get bread off him. Yeah, but I won't put them shits on my. Go feet. ahead and wrap them up, bro. I won't put them on my feet no more, bro. Put them in some saran wrap. I was going to play ball on them, and I was like, what if I twist my ankle? Don't. <laughs> now I got real problems. You're going to join the other team? If you exactly. So it's like, you know what? I'm not even going to wear them. I just leave them shits. I don't even look at them no more. Yeah, bro. Let's forget KD, man. I'm going to talk about something else. Mm. Movies. That Black Panther, bro. You saw that that shit, like, grossed. Bro. It grossed the most um, previous sales of all time now. Black Panther. Oh, Marvel movies. What does Black... Why is Black Panther... I'm not going to say it's hyped, but why is it just doing what it's doing for the culture? Okay. There's a lot of reasons, bro, I feel like. Some shit in the forefront, some shit in the subconscious, bro. Let's talk about the subconscious part first. No, 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 no. The forefront. Forefront first. We'll go back to the subconscious. Forefront is the first movie with pretty much... It's almost like a what kind of movie? It's almost like if people want to say it's like the first black superhero movie. Yeah. Because 
people don't like to say, oh, this is a white movie, this is a black movie, blah, blah, blah. But, like, whatever is the predominant is what it kind of is to everybody. And, bro, think about the black superhero movies we've had so far. We've had, it's all been garbage, pretty much. We've had Meteor Man. You remember Meteor Man? Bro, wait, wait, wait. Because there's one, if you say this trash, bro. What? Studio 17, I'm telling you. What? Meteor Man, I don't know. Okay. Meteor you Man. Seen, have you seen Meteor Man? Meteor Man with Don Robert Cheadle. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about Robert Livingston. I was like, that shit was It's fire. Robert uh, Down. What's Robert his name? Down, Robert, Robert, Townsend. Robert Townsend. That one wasn't bad. With Bill Cosby. Bill I'll, Cosby's I'll, in it too. I'll never disrespect Robert now, Townsend. It, it was cool for his time, but it wasn't. I definitely won't disrespect it wasn't, Bill It's not Cosby, a highly bro. respected superhero okay. film. Okay. I liked it for what it was as a child. Which other one, bro? Um, we got uh 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 what's his name? Will Smith. Hitchcock. Hancock. 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 Which should have been good until the very end. Yeah. Once we found and out he was he had married. To be a drunken superhero. Like that was a stupid. That and then there was wild. another one. There's another one we had that was whack. Blank People Man would say is critically other, acclaimed. Blade is the only one that's excluded from that conversation. It's the Blank only Man could have won an Oscar, bro. Yeah. Blank it's the only man one that's excluded from the. Oscar, it's the only bro. one that's excluded from the conversation. Everything else, bro. Blank man was so fire, bro. With David Allen Greer, Blank man. That's why I was like, if he disrespects Blank man, bro, Blank man, I'm not even gonna take it, bro. I forgot about Blank man. Blank man was fire, bro. What about Steel? <laughs> Steel. Which one was Steel? <laughs> Shaq. Oh no, I'll never disrespect Shaq. He also did uh, Shaq Fu. Is Shaq, Fu, is Shaq Fu a superhero movie? No, 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 no. That's a video game. No, but it's he's... an album, actually, too. It was an album first. Word. Shaq Fu. That's Shaq Fu video. But he was a superhero in the video game. He should have done game. a movie for Shaq Fu, bro. But Steel and... Steel, I think Steel is an actual I don't think I ever superhero, saw Steel. Right? I never saw Steel. I'm not yeah, I saw Steel. It was... It was nah. That's Shout another one that was Taylor trash. Jerry, bro. You that digging that? Is nice. You like that? Yeah, that shit is nice. Yeah, man. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely hyped about this Black Panther film. Because first off, like you said, it's the first black superhero on this level that we're getting. Yeah, Blade definitely. was the first good black superhero film. I think this one will, I hope, it kind of trumps Blade. No, I think, bro, like... Wakanda looks like some different And people are hyped shit, about bro. this, bro. They're getting, they want to get their coming to America on when they show up to the theater. Yeah, I may. I, I know you're going to pull out your dashiki. I have one. Yeah. And I got a Black Panther hat, but that's the subconscious. We'll talk about that later. I have a dashiki, so I may, I may have to, bro. Yeah. I may have to. Bro. I, I just can't wait. I may have to do rag on the. Uh, we said do rag on the right side, bro. A do rag on the right side? May have to. What's a do rag on the right side? I just may have to just have a do rag on me, like some black excellence. No hat, bro. just straight do rag action. No, I'm not gonna put it on me. Like with the the tail in the back. I'm definitely tail in the back, bro. I used to I used to tie mine <laughs> younger, but now I'm tail in the back. Like, what am I really with trying the to do? with the knot hanging, or are you gonna like tuck the knot in? No, I'm tail I'm tail out, bro. Oh, you tail out? That means knots out too. Yeah, I'm 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 chilling. I'm, oh, I'm you a grown keeping man it in straight nineties with it. I'm I'm a grown man now, bro. I'm not in high school no more where I'm, tr- so I'm putting wave, this shit under my hat. Wave cap with the dashiki? Nah, not even the wave cap. It gotta be the do-rag, bro. The wave I mean, cap the don't rag, the do-rag with the dashiki. The wave cap don't have the flag, bro. I didn't know there was a difference between the, the do-rag and the wave cap. I thought they were the same thing. Wait, wait, wait. Studio 17. <laughs> Break it See, down, Timmy. I don't know. Do all this tangent shit, it's bro. okay. Let's just talk about it. It's all right. 
the wave cap don't have the tail in the back, bro. The do rag is the tail, bro. The do rag and the wave cap were technically the same thing. Okay, then what's a wave cap? This without is without okay. the tail. You see, Brian, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. <laughs> not trying to. I'm not trying. Say it, bro. Don't, I'm not trying don't to play. put out a disclaimer. Don't this be, is don't when be Stephen A. Smith. Don't build me up to break me down. Just say it. This is when Justin Timberlake justified racist niggas, bro. They don't know the difference between do-rags and wave caps. The do-rag has a tail in the back, bro. The wave cap is just straight. It's just straight. What's it called? We just chilling. It's a stocking cap. You remember when you were young? See, I don't even know how back, how well, far back you go I with the waves, bro. I wear a stocking cap. I wear that. How but back? I call, you, okay, all, bro. I call them all wave caps. How back? Oh, nah, bro. No, we're going to do this here, bro. How far back do you go with the waves, bro? I'm 96 with it, bro. Oh, you're young with it then. I was doing waves since I was eight, bro. Oh, I remember okay. I went to New York and my cousin, he was older than me. And he was like, bro, we doing waves out yeah, here. Now, I was bro. doing that in 91. But he was 15. When I was six. And I was eight. I was six. So, my, so bro, then you should definitely know the dip. But, okay. You remember when you were younger, you used to cut the stocking caps I mean, not I used the to cut my mom, but yeah, I used to cut my mom's pantyhose. That remember, it didn't have no tail. That's right. a wave cap. Okay. So once you cop the wave cap, that's the same shit. Okay. See, the do rag let me, is let me, the tail. Let me tell you my what I was thinking about. What do you wear a do rag for? Same thing. So I just call them all wave caps. Okay. So okay. So you did it in the sense of I'm trying to get waves. Yeah. So it's a wave okay. cap. I used to do the same thing, but yeah. I guess I just knew the I didn't like, okay, it's a do rag. They're all wave caps. You're. They're all for the same Black purpose. Album was also my favorite album when I was younger, though. Just but yeah, but I mean, mine was justified. Super duper fly. You're my man, stuff, bro. You know? My man, 100 grand for that, bro. For real, for real. I've been thinking about that shit all week. Like. I know. it was. I got laughed at all week for that, actually. Oh, word. People oh, were telling me about bro, that. Bro, justified? But Justin that's the Timberlake? thing. You know what I mean? At some point, you got to tell niggas like, yeah, yeah, justified. What's good? That's my junk. And I stand by it. I yeah. said what I'll you slap want you about I encourage you too. to go. I encourage you to go listen to it. Sometimes you got to tell people like, "Yeah, it's justified," and I'll slap you about it too. What's you know good? what? You know this. This one. This one made my week right here. Mm -hmm. This made my week. One of my friends went and listened to the album, and it's like, "Bro, I never heard that album. That junk was amazing." <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he said, "He said, bro, that junk reminded me of Off the Wall," and I was like, "Nah, Thank no, 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 you. I'm not no, doing no, that. No, 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 no. Wait, listen, not on the level of Off the Wall, but the same but feel, the same vibe. It but, has that same sound." But he also, you said that he had Pharrell and Timbaland, right? And then Justin's vocals was like hearing MJ. But so, you see, no. It's, listen, he's not MJ, but it was like hearing MJ. You could tell he was mimicking MJ. I think I'm going to be real. See, I don't even like to do the R. I'm, okay, I'm going to say this quick R&B take and then I'm out. Mm -hmm. I think the closest person to Mike sonically is Chris Brown, bro. And then I'm off. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not. Oh, see, I don't need, Okay. If you don't agree, like just give me, just give me why you well, don't think so. No, listen and to me, Chris Brown. No at this point, I can't do R &B, Chris bro. Brown. Listen, Chris Brown doesn't sound like Michael Jackson. Right. Justin Timberlake on that particular album, you could tell he was mimicking Michael Jackson. You can tell Chris Brown is in the same realm because he sings, he dances, he writes. He has that same package like Mike. Justin Timberlake doesn't have that package. Don't make me do a rebuttal, bro. I'm gonna do a quick one. Bruno, you say Bruno is the closest Chris to Mike. Chris Brown didn't put hands. Not even gonna say no more, bro. If he didn't put hands on, then he would be at a different level than what he is. 
You know, I don't bro, think look that's even where he is now no, and he you know put what? hands on her, bro. I don't even think that's an excuse anymore because I think he's had the opportunity to get there again, but he didn't take advantage of it. I don't think that's held his career back at all. Because that's the same thing to me. That's the same thing that happened to Kobe, and Kobe could have used that as an excuse to stop. And Chris Brown let that get to him. He didn't capitalize on that moment the way he should have. He just, he still makes hits. He still makes dope music. But he just hasn't reached that level I thought he would reach. And I think it's kind of, I think that ship is sailed. do Chris Brown the same way they used to after he put hands on Rihanna, bro. The only people who still put, the only people who still listen to Chris Brown the same way are like the younger women and then the women that are like 28. I've heard women who don't even like the whole like domestic violence like, I still fuck with him. Older women, mean, soccer moms, they're not listening to him the like same way R. they were Kelly. listening to R. like Kelly forever. was peeing on girls, but they still love the music at the end of the day. Yeah, but also those same women are the ones that let their children be with him. And they thought like he was like, not all. Let's be not. Let's be realistic. But, all but the women the same, are doing it's that. It's the same. What's it called? It's the same. It's the same kind of woman, bro. No, it's, bro. You putting all the women in that one box. No, no, no. I'm not putting the same. I'm not saying that. Pick your words carefully. The same women that let their daughter go to um, R. Kelly's crib are the same ones that knew that he was peeing on underage women, bro. You don't think they knew that? I'm talking about the masses, though. When we heard about R. Kelly and the whole peeing stuff on little girls and stuff, when he came out with Ignition, Cass was like, yo, that was messed up what he did, but this song is hot. And I'm messing with it. I'm going to be honest, bro. After Dave Chappelle made piss on you and I found out that girl was <laughs> underage and I saw the video, I wasn't even on R. Kelly like that because Studio 17, let me, I'm going to put this as a disclaimer, bro. I don't even fuck with the, I don't even do the um, R&B music like that. So that's why like my topics are real brief when it comes to it. I just, I'm just not an R&B guy. Just We're going to add that to the next show. I want us to talk about that. Yeah, it's just never been my thing. I feel like it's more just for women, like R&B. Yeah, I, w- I definitely want to talk about that. But what I'm saying is like, once I found out that he was pissing on girls and they were underage, bro, I've watched a lot of SVU episodes, bro. I don't do that shit, bro. Oh. That shit just is like, I'm not, I'm, I'm cool, bro. R. Kelly's music is nice. It's not that fucking good for me to like still be rocking with you. It's just not to me. And I genuinely feel like he may have actually done it because i saw it like it's not like on some like so then what about mj that's why i was like gosh are we gonna go there yeah you you have to go there i don't think mike did it but since he was accused of because i don't think kobe raped that girl no kobe 100 percent didn't rape that girl right but he was accused of it and what it did to his whole public image but you got to also look at the facts i'm looking at facts and and i'm looking at evidence i also look at chris brown the same way i know he was accused of beating rihanna but we saw if you've been in that situation which is a totally different story bro no listen listen if you're trying oh, to defend boy. yourself, and you you know what, that's we'll add that to the next show. <laughs> this, okay, we'll, we'll no, no, add no. To the next show too. Okay. That, no, because we may totally not talk about it, bro. I'm gonna write it down right now to make sure we do talk about it because. Yep. No, nah, because this is what I'm saying. R. Kelly, we saw him piss on the girl. One, two. We found out later that those kids were lying about Mike. Two, R. Kelly never made Thriller bad off the wall. Period. 
I believe I can fly is his best work in the sense of like, yo, like this is like prayer music. That single, yeah. Well, people argue that because some people say, "Well, I'm the." There's no video evidence, and the people said that they reneged on everything that they said about Mike. Whether they're, I mean, listen, bro, Mike is the goat, bro. I'll take. I'll take. We're not even arguing that. I don't know why even. I take no slander about Mike, including. I don't think he touched those But that's kids. what comes with being the GOAT. They're going to find a way to pull you down no matter what. Let's just move on. I'm going to be honest, let's, bro. So, so, so Black Panther. Let's get back to Black Panther, bro. <laughs> How do we keep... It's all right to veer off, bro. Black Panther, bro, I think with the, with the all-black cast and Michael the B. fact Jordan. that it's called Black Panther. Black Panther. Yep. Like, that resonates, that resonates with, with people. Especially African Americans. Okay, I didn't want to. Just cool. That resonates with black people, bro. Right. Like, like the Black Panthers, bro. That was like, that was a movement. Huge. That was progression. Mm-hmm. That was education. Mm-hmm. That was like nourishment for that people. That was we will not be bullied. We will not be bullied, and we'll take care of ourselves. Yeah. You don't have to like us. Well, like we love ourselves, bro. right? And and we'll show you how to respect us with force. I'm one of those kind of people, bro, like, I don't need you to like me. And I'm talking in a grand scheme of things in the sense of, like, black people. You like, know, I don't need you to like me, bro. I like myself so much. I like my people so much. I don't really care about you. I don't even care. Yeah. Black Panther does what Black Panther is supposed to do. It's going to change things because it's almost like the accolades are still there. It's like. You can say these other movies were good. You can say these other movies made grossed more numbers, but the facts are still there. It's like it's still like it's still like Hove lyrics, bro. It's still men lie, women lie, numbers don't. That may low key be the greatest rap lyric of all time. Bro. So you're talking about Nate Parker. Nate Parker. Yeah. Remember he made that movie about Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. Yeah. And then like a couple weeks before. It was like boom, boom. The whole rape thing. The rape came thing out. when he was wrestling. Something he had already been cleared of. Cleared of. But they just bringing up dirt for the sake of bringing up dirt. So that way so people are like. Saying, uh, what you're saying, the whole reason that we are, people are boycotting Black Panthers, the crab mentality. You're finding a reason to bring something that's black and that's going to excel. You want to bring it down. Yeah. Because if you make something that's black excel, what do you do? You make other people who make stuff that's black want to excel everything that's black excels it does and who pulls down friends is a reboot of in living color in living single my bad yeah appreciate you studio 17 for that (laughs) maybe the sailor jerry bro (laughs) it's nice or that shit is nice bro it's 92 it's 92 got plenty left 92 proof Ooh. Kid you not. That's listen. 26. I, let's talk about one more thing and let's 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 end it. You want to stay on Black Panther or do you want to move on to something else? Oh, um bro, I saw LeBron before You want to go back to sports? No, nah, but I'll just say this real quick. I saw LeBron listening to a Kendrick Lamar's verse from the Black Panther soundtrack, bro. Yeah. That's the one with Scissor, right? I think that's the one with Scissor. Have you heard it yet? I literally only listened to that snippet, but I listened to it five times. 
It was just rocking. that little quick. Bro. It was rocking. Because isn't Kendrick Lamar is doing the whole soundtrack, right? He's producing the soundtrack for Black producing Panther. Producing in the sense of what? Like he's making the music? I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means we're going to have a whole bunch of TDE artists on there, or does that mean he's choosing? I mean, I know he's not making the beats, but is he choosing the music? And I don't know. I don't know what that means. But maybe he's just, like you said, maybe he's just like executive producer in the sense of like formulating and yeah. creating what yeah. the... What the vibe is going to be for the soundtrack. Yeah, which is perfect. He, they chose the Soundtracks right Soundtracks are very important to al- to movies, bro. You know what? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep saying you know what you're going to say. Soundtrack are very important, bro. Yeah. You have a favorite soundtrack? I was just about to ask you that, but I didn't want to veer off too far off the subject. Let's go real quick and then we'll come back. Because soundtracks, what's your favorite soundtrack? I don't have the top of the head. Let me think. While you have one off the top yeah. of the head? What? Set it off soundtrack, bro. That's a good one. Bro, Busta Rhymes had a song on that soundtrack. Yeah, set off soundtrack was that legit. That shit was so scary, bro. That's a legit soundtrack. Niggas, like, they sleep on Busta Rhymes, bro. Ooh, it's a tough one. Buster, okay, this is what I'm saying. Kendrick Lamar having the executive producer of the soundtrack could be good in the sense of he's going to pick what... Artists are going to be on it. He's going to pick what producers are going to be on it. Because that's the main thing. It's not what the people are singing. It's going to be the music. It's going to be the production of it. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to really hear rap in a Marvel movie. It's going to almost set off. You know what? And I didn't, that's one thing I didn't like music. about the trailer. It was the fact they put a, a rap song in there. And I was like, that's cool. But I hope that the movie has a score. You remember when you, remember when you heard Rick Ross on Django? Yeah, I didn't, Django was it didn't, fire, but it didn't like sound right. Like that's two totally different. Yeah, time it's periods. like exactly. Yeah, that's like when I watched that movie with uh, uh Taraji and Janelle Monae about them the sp- the spaceship stuff. What was it called? Hidden Figures. You seen that? Yeah, Hidden Figures. And they had like a whole nice. bunch of current music in there. I was like, that does right. It should have been more like, like make it the time period, like soul. It could have been right. like they Macy had Pharrell Gray. on songs. Right, it could have like, been no, like uh, no, no, Erica no. Badu, Macy Gray, Just something Indy that Ari, that something time that, period. Exactly. Yeah, not. Yeah, some... they could have fucking put Janelle Monae on it. She made music. Yeah, she could have vibe with it, but not Pharrell. As much as I love Pharrell and Pharrell being tied into space is cool, but nah. Because Pharrell is Star Trek, brother. Right, but hearing Pharrell sing... He is, he <laughs> is, he is two on the left, two on the right, right brother. But hearing Pharrell sing on Hidden Figures, that was that film date based in the 60s or something, it just didn't... It didn't sound right. Niggas are so lucky Pharrell can't like rap rap, bro. Pharrell can rap no, rap, No, no, no. I'm talking like rap rap. Because if Pharrell could rap rap, bro, he would 100% be the GOAT. Like, it wouldn't even be a question, bro. Bro, imagine Pharrell making his own beats and his own Because ye- Put it this way, bro. Remember, he had Billionaire Boys Club. Still does. Still does. Because now he executive, he's executive of Billionaire Boys Club. Mm-hmm. Is Yeezy clothing line better than Billionaire Boys Club? No. In what way? What do you mean? Popularity? Because now popularity. No, no, no. I'm talking like better clothes, cooler clothes. It's not. Well, right now, BBC has withstand the test of time longer than Yeezy has. Yeezy's still relatively. BBC is like that's been the son of college. That came out whenever. uh, I I tie in BBC. I tie in BBC to coming out when Fronten came out. I'll choose BBC over Bape. Now. Oh, me too. I've never been crazy about Bape. I'll go BBC. Well, this is what I'm saying. The ice creams were fire. They He's were. been doing sneakers from way back when. He been doing sneakers. Pharrell did um, Rum Shaker. Yeah. 
He's got more range than Ye in the sense of beat-wise. Ye's more soul and rap. Right. Pharrell made happy. Pharrell is... Niggas are lucky. This is what I'm saying. Niggas are just lucky. Pharrell, Pharrell has slept on it. That's another time. If Pharrell... Because he don't I'll add rap. That to episode four. He does rap. Pharrell can spit to me. No. What I'm saying is like Kanye can rap with Hove. Kanye can rap with like M. He's made songs. He may not be as nice, but he can rap in the same. He can rap on the same song as them. Pharrell can't rap on the same I song. I think as if them. Pharrell wanted to do it, he could. He's shown sparks of being able to really rap with the best of them to me. And the first time I heard Pharrell get nice was what? Drop it like it's hot. I'm a nice dude with some nice things. See these ice cubes? See these ice creams? As Will Smith. Do. But, but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. How close, I'm not saying he wrote it. How close was Pusha T when Drop It Like It's Hot came out? How close was he to what? How close was Pusha T to Pharrell? Because Pusha T is nice. Pusha T can rap with anybody. Pusha T brings out the best in Pharrell. In anything he does. Anything he I'm does. I'm not quite sure what Pusha T has to do with this. Do you remember? I'm not saying he wrote it. But do you remember Snitch? I don't know how big you are on Pusha T. Pusha T had an album, bro. His um, I think it was his first uh, debut album with um, Good Music. He had a song called Snitch. Mm-hmm. Pharrell did the beat. The combo song Snitch, S-N-I-T-C-H. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Now you're talking about fear of God. Fear of God. Mm-hmm. Pharrell is the one who came up with the acronym. And the beat. And the song. Pusha Teep rapped the whole song about snitches and them trying to come home. How far was Pusha T from Pharrell when he made Drop It Like Drop It Like It's Hot? Because Pharrell comes out in his best when Pusha T is around him, bro. That's what I'm saying. So are you saying that Pusha T writes Pharrell's rhymes? I don't know if anybody writes Pharrell's rhymes. So I don't understand what you're getting at. But if he was around him like just what okay, put it this way. What's Ye's best album verse for verse for verse, song for song for song, bro? What's his thriller, bro? Do you know how close Pusha T was to Kanye when he made his best album, bro? He was right there. Right there. So you're saying that That's what I'm you're saying. You're saying that Pusha T is he's the I'm saying behind what you, the scenes man of all this greatness. I'm saying what you're saying. What are you, what am I saying then? You're gonna tell me what I'm saying. I don't know how far Pusha T was when these niggas made their best work. So then why can't Pusha T make this kind of work for himself? Fear of God was solid. It's solid, but why isn't it Lord not Willen popping off? Solid. Oh, I love Lawrence Willing. Because he's not he doesn't chase he doesn't chase the radio. When you chase the radio, that's what makes you bigger. Even if your sound's not chasing the radio, your music still chases the radio. Pusha T's music has been consistent since grinding. 
He's rapped the same things. And I love Lord. He's rap. I mean, what I'm saying is he's rapped the same. He's rapped about the same things. He's just nice, so we can just rap it differently. Mm-hmm. He had the song with Hove. Finally, he just dropped the song with Hove. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to rap a song with Hove since grinding, and he rapped good with Hove. And I feel like with Studio Seventeen and us, like it's kind of a consolidated <laughs> shit that Hove is the goat. Yeah, it is. Right of rap. Yep. Of rap. Of rap. We're not talking of all music. Mike's the goat of all that. Yeah. <clears throat> We're real quick. What what time are we at? Studio. One hundred and seven. Already. We didn't I just. Talk about you know what? There's just one more. I, you think we could fit in one more topic, or should we shut it down? Let Let's try to fit in one more topic, bro. There's one more thing I want to talk about. Let's just do one more. I'm going to skip some of this stuff, and we're going to have to move on to the next episode. But let's talk about how bad is it to have a ghostwriter in hip-hop, since we're on that topic. Okay. How bad is it? What does it mean to a person's career to have a ghostwriter in rap? Not singing, R&B, pop, country, whatever, just in rap. The essence of rap and hip hop is different than other music genres, right? Very much so. The way that the way that it started, the way that rap was even birthed is different. It was mm-hmm. birthed at the park. Niggas were dancing, doing the what's it called, break dancing on on cardboard boxes. Niggas were DJing, people were freestyling rapping about where they were from, what they were doing. So it was just different, right? Of course. R&B music is in the sense of feeling. So anybody can write feelings. Nobody can write what they're doing because it's personal. Rap is personal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why, like, if you can't if you can't agree with the person's personality or their lifestyle, their raps don't even do anything. That's why when Fifty Cent was rapping against Rick Ross, that's why he was attacking him as a CEO. It's like you can't be talking drug shit and you're a CEO. It doesn't correlate. Rap has to rap has to correlate. It has to be life for you. you know In other saying? words, you're saying it has to be real. It, it has, has to, to be mimic very your actual real. life. It has to be your actual life because that's what I'm trying to relate to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. There's a reason why hood niggas love Jeezy. He's sincere. He's real. He's sincere. He's in. They're doing what he's doing. Right. He's not an act. He's not a facade. He's him. There's reasons why Gucci Man has the people that he has when they were doing what he's doing. He's because real. It's like he's it's real. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you're not doing what you say you do, that's why a lot of people don't even like what they don't even like rock with you no more. On back in the day. Mm-hmm. So that's the same thing with ghostwriting. Because now it's almost like you're writing something that you're not even actually doing. You're writing. You're rapping. It's almost like you're reading. It's almost like you're reading a book out loud. Right. That's what ghostwriting is. This is how I take it. Rap is a braggadocious sport. It's it's a lot about bragging. And when you brag about how great you are, Mm -hmm. like like a Drake, you got hits, you brag, I can rap, I can sing, I can out-rap the rappers, I can almost out-sing the singers. But you're not coming up with any of these ideas, any of these lyrics, or any of these beats. You're not coming up with any of this. Someone's actually sitting behind you, behind the mic, writing this stuff for you. 
recording it so you can hear it and you know how to rap it, that hurts. Um, how can you call yourself all these things and you're not coming up with any of the creativity of what people are listening to, of what you're claiming the credit for? If you're not that great, if you're not writing this stuff, why are you claiming the credit for it? And that hurts. That's like you calling yourself the best basketball player of all time, but you weren't responsible for contributing contributing in the finals. You didn't contribute anything, not even an assist. Better yet, a rebound or a block. That's pretty much like what we were talking about episode two about what Kendrick said about Drake. Yeah. So, like, because like I said, about rap, it has to be real life. Yeah. There's a reason why the people who have these fans have these fans. Because, like, when you're... Boom, let's take you back to when you're 15. Take me back to when I'm 15. We weren't doing what Hove was talking about in the Blueprint in the Black Album, but we felt it because we knew this is what Hove was actually doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine being 15 and then you find out Hove didn't actually do that. You pretty much throw that whole album away. Yeah, it's a letdown. So you're just lying to me for fun. It's almost like, it's almost like nerd rap. That's what ghostwriting is. Nerd rap? Nerd rap in a sense like you're just writing you're just writing words. Mm-hmm. Because you're so creative, you can create anything. Mm-hmm. You can create it's like Sims. You can create realities that's not yours. That's mm-hmm. a talent. But the person reciting it is just reciting it. They just may be more marketable than you are. Right. That's why most ghostwriters become they try to be on the forefront because it's like they've already created the reality. They just have to now be that reality. Yeah. And let me go out and just say that I don't believe that Drake has benefited from that much ghostwriting, as people say. I don't think that's the case. But since he is the one that's known for this situation, I'm just going to go with him. The ghostwriter, though, it makes it makes everything that you do previous questionable. Because we don't know if you wrote it. Because when Meeks told everybody that Drake didn't write um, Rico, mm-hmm. we know Drake didn't write um, some Find of the, Your Love. And some of the songs off the, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late mixtape. So it makes you think like, oh shit, when did he write? When didn't he write? Bro, I'll even take you back. Remember when Lil Wayne was saying he was the best rapper alive? Mm-hmm. Remember Gilly the Kid? Mm-hmm. They said he was writing for Lil Wayne back then. I'm going to be real. I wasn't list- I didn't fuck with Lil Wayne when he was doing the wobbity-wobbity stuff. It, was, it just was not my thing. I didn't fuck with Hot Boys. I didn't fuck with Hot Boys like that. It's like Studio 17. It's well documented, bro. <laughs> Once I started listening to Carter One, bro... Yes. And then I heard about Gilly the Kid. It was like, it didn't make me think like it was pop, like it definitely happened. But it was like, he's definitely rapping different though. So it it may not be true, but it puts the question in your head like, oh shit. So Drake may have just used the ghostwriter for Rico. But do we know that he didn't write everything else? Because we don't know that. We don't know. And you never will. It was just Rico came out. Meek Mill so when, stained Drake pretty bad with that. Forever, bro. Like I said last... Stained him. 
He's staying him in a sense like Drake will always get his money. He will always be able to produce his music, but in the sense of respect, in the sense of rapping, in the hip hop community, yeah, it's not happening no more, bro. It's 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 quiet for that. Poor Drake. Because now it's like we don't know if you write or if you don't write. Cool. I'll close it. Let's close. Yeah. We've already gone over an hour. We're the same way we were episode two. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we went through it all quick. It's like five minutes worth. Maybe, even if. Bro, so it's like, now with Drake, it's like, when when people found out about the ghostwriting, once Kendrick said like, you cannot be the greatest rapper alive and have a ghostwriter. He might as well have put a period after that because it's like, don't talk to me no more about Drake. Well, you know, let's speaking of periods, I'm gonna have to put a period at the end of this one right now. I feel like we never get to finish whatever we're trying to talk about with this bro, episode, we, bro. We've been speaking for a minute to be continued. Yeah, I guess that's what the episode four is about. It'll roll over. It'll yeah. roll over. So, with that being said. Thank you for listening to the Say Word Podcast brought to you by Studio 17 TV. I am your host, Studio 17. I appreciate you. Yo, this is Pascal. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. And we're out. Say Word. Word. Appreciate you.